Hello there. It's a beautiful morning here in Cornwall, and I'm just going to try a new approach to talking to you. A few thoughts. It was um, my wife's birthday just just yesterday, and the thing is, my wife Veronica, that is, we had a lovely time, went out to supper at the Tolkien Inn in Newlyn, beautiful place, and the family were around earlier, my sisters, and um, had a little party for her. My uh, cousin Gordon's come over to be with my m- mother. My mother's very ill. Um, and that's nice of him to flow, fly over from the States. Anyway, point is, I was thinking about relationships. And you know how it is with relationships. You have that business of really being in love with somebody, being part of their lives. You are part of them. They are part of you. You are equal, as opposed to the old paternalistic approach. Um, And that clicks over into not just families. It relates to everything. It relates to businesses. It relates to government um, so we get the paternalistic approach, the approach of uh, you know, Trump and Tony Blair and Thatcher and Macron and May and the Al-Assads. You know, uh, we are the father of the people. Um, we know best. We'll tell you what to do. That paternalistic approach is, is, um, is okay can be good in certain circumstances because if the guy really know the woman or the man really does know what's best then fine it's great to have a leader who can lead and you see that i mean i've seen that in something carboose of a man where you get the paternalistic approach gosh he used to make his ministers uh, you know he had those meet the people tours his ministers would have to run up and down sand dunes great fat blokes um, and uh, he'd make them have co- shooting competitions and so on and he, they'd take the flack with the people he gave them a hard time uh, but basically uh, he was very idealistic and a very good man is uh, but he's very old now and about to fall off his perch as we all will ultimately but the point is you also get the I mean, the way to be as a ruler is not that way, really. Carbus was a good example of a paternalist, but by and large, they've, they, they're they cracked vessels. Um, and they have good strands in them. But uh, but the way to be is to, is, is to be a lover of your people, if you're a ruler, or if you're a business leader, and not a paternalist. Um, you have to have a relationship in which there is a commitment by you to them and them to you. Um, and I see that in some people. Obviously not the the major figures by and large, but people like Dan Meridor of Israel, who, who was really engaged with wanting to find a way out with the Palestinians, really cared from the beginning with all of his heart. Um, Merkel of Germany. Gosh, I mean, she may have made mistakes and um, and not really managed 
as well with the East Germans at German integration. East Germans still feel resentful. They have fewer jobs, resentful of immigration. Merkel, of course, let a million uh, refugees into Germany, famously. Um, but um, it's led to tensions within Germany that have yet to be resolved and may take generations to be resolved because West Germans have tended to exploit the East Germans, um, buying up, because they're richer, they buy up property in East Germany, they buy up businesses in East Germany, um, and the East Germans are, have a hard, hard, hard time by comparison. So, you know, um, there are tensions and there are miseries within Germany that are unresolved and will be unresolved for some considerable time. And the West Germans are very often oblivious to them, oblivious to the tensions that they're creating with their own nation. They don't understand why East Germans tend to vote right wing. Um, they don't understand what they're doing wrong. So, they, you know, you get this. But nonetheless... Merkel, at her best, tries to be uh, that kind of um, a lover of her people. Uh, Peter Hain was another that I remember well. Of course, I never, I didn't like him to begin with, but I grew to like and love Peter Hain, and he was, as a minister um, of state for foreign affairs, one of the great ones. As was the late great Derek Thatchett, Thatchett too. You know, you could, he loved his people, he cared about the issues, and and vice versa. It was a relationship of love. The Dalai Lama, I mean, I wrote to the Dalai Lama, he responded, my goodness, you write to most leaders, they don't. Um, and, um, and that was really thoughtful and caring of him. Um, and uh, because I wrote to the others, many of the others, I mean, wrote to Thatcher, never a word back, of course not, no, well, you would say. But no, as the other politicians did respond to when I wrote off the cuff a, a letter. I mean, Smith of the Labour, the Labour leader, uh, now dead, the late Smith, John Smith, he was, uh, he responded um, thoughtfully and carefully. So it's a mixed bunch, and <clears throat> you do get uh, some politicians who are Great ones, I suppose. Uh, Safavi, my, my friend, I told Safavi, he was, he, I mean, he's probably one of the most powerful men that I deal with regularly now, and um, Safavi of Iran. And uh, yes, he, he listens, he thinks, he cares, he loves. Um, and of course, he's a Sufi, and uh, their, their philosophy is based on love. So we need this approach. We need a more loving approach. Uh, a less dominant approach. There's, there's room for dominion and leadership and strong leadership, um, but perhaps we, ought, we need Jekylls and Hydes. We need people who have a little bit of both, perhaps. Um, Corbyn's weakness is he's too much a lover. Um, maybe uh, Johnson's strength is he's He's into dominion. If you could sort of get the best of both, then you might get somewhere. Um, that's difficult, isn't it? But we do need to. There is a responsibility of the leader to love the people, not just to say, I know best, you follow. That's my thought for today. Anyway, God bless. And uh, there we are.